So here's the question. Yeah, right, I might go on. How are these young entrepreneurs who haven't obtained any inheritance and are entirely self-taught carving a legacy and living that life? And mate, we're talking purebred entrepreneurs here. The ones that have a vision, the ones that have a passion, and the ones that want to make an impact on this world to get that respect that they deserve. That is the question and this podcast will give you the answer. But honestly, mate, keeping shit as simple as one, two, three is the key. My name is in fact Benji Copeland and this is The Power of Three. Yo, what it is, Benji, back with another episode of The Power of Three and this is the number one resource for gorillas, hungry entrepreneur gorillas that want freedom, freedom in health, in, ha- in wealth and in happiness you know, the three pillars to success almost, to the good life. In today's episode, we're about to jam with Nicole, and she's got a really inspiring story. She's the owner and founder of the Donut Shack, and basically, you know, they sell vegan, gluten-free, nut-free, a whole bunch of other stuff. It's amazing, donuts. And she has a really inspiring story that I'm sure all of you will love and learn something from. So without further ado, let's sit down and jam with her. Hey, Nicole, it's awesome to sit down with you. How you going? Great, Benji, how are you? I'm doing well, doing well. I'm excited to to get stuck in today and, and have a cool cool little jam. Um, I mean, you're the owner of the Donut Shack. So, I mean, tell everyone, tell everyone what's going on with that. How is it? It's going really great. Uh, I started getting into the weather's getting nice over here. I'm in Massachusetts, Rhode Island, right on the line. And I'm starting to get into more farmers markets and little pop up shops. And, you know, people like to come out in the nice weather. So it's, it's getting really good. That's awesome. So just, I mean, how did it, how did the whole company get started for everyone that, you know, wants to learn and doesn't know? Give everyone a little yeah. bit of the background. So years and years ago, like over a decade ago, I had always wanted to open my own bakery, but I wanted to focus on carrot cakes. That was my thing at the time. And I've always had a dairy allergy and my niece at the time, she still does, but at the time she was my only niece and she had a nut allergy. So one of my things that I wanted to do, I guess one of my dreams you could say was to open a dairy and nut free bakery like exclusively dairy and nut-free. That's awesome. Like a lot of people, I didn't follow through on my dreams, right? You get stuck in life. So I just continued on in construction management. And I did that for years. I did a little bit of marketing and, you know, just went from, just did the whole day job thing, right? And then the pandemic shut everything down. And I was one of the ones that had gotten laid off. And I don't, do well with just not doing anything. I, I always have to do something. Mm-hmm. So I started taking a business course online in the beginning of 2020. Um, and then actually that's when the pandemic really happened when I was about a couple months into that. And what was that focused on? That was focused on finding out so it was called made to do this with Kathy Heller. I don't know if you're familiar. I'm not, I've, no, I've never heard of it. Sounds cool though. So basically she 
kind of brings you through this process where she helps you find out what you were made to do in life. And then she helps you figure out how to grow that into a business. She works a lot with like artists and musicians and people that are growing businesses, the things that they want to do that don't want to work a day job. So I took that and then in the summer, I was sitting on my couch one day and I was like, I really just want some donuts. <laughs> it's, it's a really funny story. Just sitting on my couch, I want donuts. But like I said, I have a dairy allergy. So I'm looking at all of these different donut places and the ones that I could have donuts from were really far and I didn't want to drive. So I ended up looking for my own recipe and making my own donuts. But while I was looking for a donut shop around, I noticed that people either had a vegan option or they had a gluten-free option. There was never an option that I could find that had both vegan and gluten-free. Now I'm not gluten-free. I can have gluten. I don't have an allergy to that. The only allergy that I have is milk and eggs, but I am vegan. Um, but I thought it was an important, like I found a problem, right? And I, I'm a problem solver. So I'm like, I, I can make my donuts gluten-free. Why not? So then it started with, I started asking a few people if they wanted to try them. People really liked them. I started making them on weekends. I had a little shed at the house that I had just moved out of. So I painted the doors and I called it the donut shack. That's pretty cool. I love that. Thanks. <laughs> it's a really simple idea. Um, and so they were vegan and gluten-free. That's how they started. And then people came to me with different allergies. Like they couldn't have gluten, but they also couldn't have nuts. And at the time I was using an almond milk. So when somebody came to me and they said, well, I would really like to try your donuts, but they have, you know, use almond milk. I switched to oat milk. Really simple switch. Oat milk's um, the best plant-based milk in my opinion. So, so good. It's my favorite. So then I became a nut-free donut shop. Um, and then the same thing happened with soy. Somebody had a soy allergy. And at the time I was using uh, Tofuti cream cheese. Is that how you say it? Tofuti cream cheese. I don't know if you have that up in Canada. I'm not sure. <laughs> it's a tofu-based cream cheese. And I was using it for my pumpkin cheesecake donuts. And wow. she wanted to try them. So I told her that I would look for another brand that didn't have soy in it and I found one so I just switched to that and I decided that I'll just eliminate soy from my recipes too and that's I actually kind of saw it crazy I don't mean to cut you <laughs> off but like you funny you mentioned soy I actually saw a funny post from Joe Rogan today that said um there's an article in monkeys that like apparently prolonged soy consumption makes them aggressive loners and then Joe Rogan's Joe, Joe Rogan's caption was this explains twitter and it was the funniest, <laughs> the funniest thing. But um, yeah, keep going. Keep going with your story. Yeah, so that's that's really just how I've developed and grown the business is just, you know, by listening to my people and listening to my customers and what they want. And it's like, what do you want? Let me give it to you. You know, I, I don't that. want to try and guess what people want. Just So do you and have a bestseller, a cut, like the a special? The original donut that's been with me this whole time. Now I started in July of last year. 
um, is the cinnamon sugar donut. Oh, it's nice. So simple, but it's everybody's favorite. So everything's vegan and gluten-free? Mm-hmm. And then if people want extra options, they can ask you and you can just make it for them. Actually, I completely eliminated all of the other allergens. So I'm top eight allergen free. So there's no, they're vegan, which means there's no milk or eggs or dairy and eggs, um, gluten free. So there's no wheat. And then we're also soy free, peanut free and tree nut free. So all of them. Every single donut that I make is free of all of those allergens. Wow. That's awesome. And do you sell, do you like sell online as well or just around Massachusetts right now? Um, online all throughout. I actually ship donuts all the way to Hawaii. That's amazing. So, so how do yeah. you do that? Um, well, he actually, he started ordering the donuts when I was shipping them prepared. And I just, I wrap them in an airtight container and then add in like um, cold packs just to keep them fresh. And then I would just ship them priority mail, which would take like two to three days to get there. But now I've stopped shipping them prepared because of in the U.S. we had the whole election thing, which disrupted the U.S. Postal Service and it was just a disaster. So I stopped shipping prepared donuts and decided to do a subscription box so you can sign up every month to get a box of four different donut mixes, which also include the frosting and the toppings that go with that specific donut. So now he signed up for that. And I have another friend that signed up in California and um, a few scattered throughout like the East Coast. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. So did you like you home back everything and then deliver it yourself? Yes, I, I That's awesome. make everything. I buy all of the ingredients <laughs> and I make all of the bags and all of my packaging is either biodegradable or compost, uh, compostable, eco-friendly. So that's incredible. yeah, I do it all myself. <laughs> That's Thank awesome. You. So no, nah, I love that. So what really like, was there like something that made you buy that course or I guess really start to find <clears throat> the drive? Like obviously you mentioned you got laid off from work and stuff, but was there anything internal I feel like I just wanted freedom like I didn't want to I was actually still working when I signed up for the course um and it was actually like a few weeks later that the pandemic happened or maybe like several weeks later that the pandemic happened but I I was feeling like I wanted to do more than just go into work at the same time every day and have the same days off every week and work for someone else and only be able to make a certain amount of money. Like when you work for someone else, there's a cap on what you can make at that specific job because there's a hierarchy. So I wanted more than that. And I wanted to be able to go to the store when I wanted or go to the beach when I wanted or you know, stay up late and sleep in when I wanted. So I was like, why not? I'll just try this thing out. And then the pandemic happened and was like, oh, you want time? Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. No, I love it. That's such a, it's an inspiring story. So what would be, 
I mean, I always like to ask this question. If you could go back and tell your 18-year-old self one piece of advice, you know, for the people out there listening, what would what would that advice be? It would be to take the risk and go after your dream or whatever it is. Some people get weird around the word dream, but if you want to do something that's unconventional, you don't have to listen to everybody else. Just listen to yourself, listen to your inner guidance, listen to your higher self, whatever you want to call it, and take the risk because you're never going to know and you don't want to live your life wondering what if. Like if I started this over 10 years ago, it would have been a lot further on than I am now. Absolutely. That's what I would say. Take the risk and do it. Right on the money, Nicole. Right on the money with that one. Thank you so much for coming on the show. This was a short and sweet episode. Can't wait to do it again. Catch up next year, six months time. Who knows? And um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed it as well. Hope you learned something, found something useful, had an epiphany moment even. If you did, make sure you leave some love down below. Hit the follow button and just copy the link and send it to one person that you think will learn something, find it interesting as well. That's what this is about, spreading love, spreading intuition, spreading knowledge. Knowledge is power and applied knowledge is true power. Much love as always. One love. Peace.